Nate taught me that. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about my grandson. He learned how to clap. He's very proud of it. He's almost eight months old and uh, he's teaching us so much. All right. So what I traditionally do is get into a story first now. Rocco with the rabies. This morning I excitedly opened our daily mail. I'm a day behind from having off yesterday. Mail is the best part of my day, especially because it's holiday trade season. Here's an actual printed on paper letter I received. Dear customer service, I would like to make a reservation for the week of January XX 2023. I'm bringing my dog Rocco on the trip. He has rabies. I cannot hire a dog sitter. Oh God. The last one gave him illegal drugs. He had to take him to an expert to get him detoxed. He will not bite anyone. Except cadavers. <laughs> what? <laughs> cadavers? <laughs> Can you accommodate Rocco and I? I've heard great things about this hotel. Signed, whoever. P.S. Is there a way I could bring my cat as well? <laughs> He's recuperating from a traumatic MRI experience. Well, not going into detail. Top secret. What? I've been reading it over and over again, trying to decide if this is a prank or not. Mind you, there is no phone number or email to reach out to. Only a home address. I've been in the industry for over a decade, so I've seen some shit. This is some shit. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. I'm John. That's Meredith. I don't know. On your right. Megan on your left. Megan. So evidently. All right. Meredith is Bubba. You remember her. Megan. I call her Maggie. Evidently, I said it in such a way that everybody thought she was Maggie. So everybody in the comments called her Maggie. So... We're going to call her Maggie. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving to you guys. I know it's a day late. We're recording on Thanksgiving night, uh, so you'll get it the day, the morning after here. If you get a chance, I would love to do a whole episode on dysfunctional family gatherings. Mostly funny ones. If they get too serious, then it's just not fun to read. But um, yeah, you know, let's talk about people throwing cakes, peeing on floors, whatever. (laughs) That's never happened in our house. (laughs) Anyway, all right, let's figure out who's going to read next. Elite entitlement hits all-time highs when the holidays come around. Thanksgiving is tomorrow, and today has been a perfect storm of shiny entitlement. So far, there has been one shiny member who walks in without a reservation and asks to book our cheapest room and get upgraded to our two-bedroom. He made sure to mention his status and that he wants the upgraded multiple times. I decline... Take four! (laughs) I declined, but did give him an upgrade to something with two beds. One wife of a shiny member who came to the desk and asked for waters, my brand gives a market item or points at checkout. However, free bottled water is not a perk throughout the stay. When I directed her to the market, her response was, oh, they usually just give it to us when we're elites. One wife of a shiny member checks in and asks if she got her welcome gift because the name on the reservation doesn't match the name on the account. Since she's not the actual elite member, the computer doesn't give the option to give a gift. She couldn't seem to comprehend that, even after I explained it's due to a name mismatch and to have her husband come to the desk as soon as he's here and we can swap it. The husband called about ten minutes later, livid on the phone. I asked if he's coming to the hotel. He said yes. So I'm like, perfect, once you're here, come to the desk and we can swap it to your name. Why do I have to be there? You can't do it now? I'm like, for security, the name on the room has to be the person who checks in. Once you're here, come and we can swap it. He made a point to get my name and said he's coming to see me. So let's see how that goes. 
Folks, hotel loyalty status is super easy to get with a credit card. You're not special for being shiny, and on any given day, over half the guests at the hotel are shiny. Everybody thinks they're special. They're really not. Look, we have cats, kids. Cats really think they're special. Everybody acts like cats. They're the only ones in the room. They're the most important. Just like that. Sitting on the top of all your stuff. So, some of us are drinking Irish whiskey. Today, I'm behaving. I'm only having beer. <laughs> Bubba's drinking. Oh, actually, she's got Irish whiskey now, too. Last night was DiSerono. Oh, they made a connection. Anyway, I don't have my headphones on, so I don't know if I'm talking too loud, too soft, too slurry. Although the headphones won't help that part, but whatever. All right, next story. People, how do you pass the time? Do you take naps? Longtime night auditor here. I always find it amusing the vast amount of times I get asked this question. I can't believe the amount of people out there who think there's nothing more to my job each night than maybe dealing with a few guests, doing a little bit of paperwork, and that's it. The rest of the night I have to do whatever I want and it's boring, quiet, and peaceful. This job is so many things. On any given night I'm doing every department. It's front desk. It's night audit. It's security. It's breakfast bar attendant. It's meeting room setup person. It's house person. It's maintenance. It's doing all the things that people who work during the day never found time to do. Like many places nowadays, we are understaffed, so I'm also doing some sales work now. Can you imagine reading this with all that shit going on behind you? <laughs> she was trying to steal my drink! I know. They can't, they can't even figure out whose alcohol is whose. Holy shit. And the people. My lord, it's late nighters, it's early risers, it's middle of the nighters, it's partiers and drunks. Oh my. It's chaperones and parents who are up at ungodly hours drinking while letting their kids do whatever. It's lobbyists, loiterers, and wanderers. It's chain smokers going out for a puff every five minutes. It's insomniacs. It's the crazies. It's the walk-ins. It's people going out at 2 a.m. to check their car. But never mind this. Never mind any of it. I try to explain this to people, but they look at me as if I have lobsters crawling out of my ears. They just simply cannot fathom that night audit is anything but boring as hell. Yes. I can attest to some of that. Uh, after doing security at the hotel that I spoke about in one of my previous videos, uh, yeah, there's some special people out after midnight in hotels. You would think it'd be quiet and, you know, you could sit down and do your Sudoku or whatever, but no. Let's let Maggie read. Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just thought it was so funny when everybody kept calling her Maggie in the comments. It was so well-meaning, and I think it's just because my mush mouth made it made Maggie sound like Maggie. Um, yeah, her name's Megan, so let's let Maggie, Maggie read. Bubba is very easy to pronounce compared to Maggie. What? Oh. Some of the stupidest complaints I have read in reviews at hotels I have been at. Sometimes people are just miserable human beings, and when they are miserable, they like to make others' lives miserable. So I was reading some reviews, and just remembering some from old hotels I worked at, and how they embellish or plain simply make shit up. What are some of your stupid, embellished, or made-up complaints? One guest complained that the girl at the desk was making out with her boyfriend and ignoring the guests checking in. The truth? FDA checked guest in, was super pleasant, Saw one of the N.A. come in for a shift change, and he looked upset, so she gave him a hug. Then they went to work. Meanwhile, all the guests were checked in, and nobody was waiting for service at the desk. Management verified this with cameras. 
A long-term guest on a very low company rate, like $80 less than walk-in, was upset about his billing, so he took it out on the FDA. He literally said, you want to know why I have not been here? It's because it was you. You caused problems for me the last time I was here, too. Then he complained about all the new staff, yet the FDA he yelled at has been here for seven years. The truth, he is paying $79 for a hotel that is $159 for walk-in, and the busiest hotel in the area. The reason he was not here for two years is that he does construction and did not have any business in the city as businesses were not building during the pandemic. Guests complained right after check-in that room smelled, offered room mover cancellations from third party with no penalty, and guests had FDA come to the room anyways. Guests stated, you must be used to it because you were here all the time, and still offered to waive cancellation instead of fighting with guests. The FDA that checked the room only covers shortage on schedule, so he is not there all the time and used to the smell. The truth, that a room did not have a smell. After a tidy up after they left, resold the room and no complaint from the next guest in the room. Guests still left an online complaint despite being wrong. So many more, but so little time. I will update you when I have time later. What are some of your bullshit complaints? These years, my kids still don't know their left from their right. Hey, I hit mailboxes for years. No kidding. Yeah, people tend to complain about the dumbest stuff. And most of the time, like you said, it's embellished, made up, straight up lies, whatever. And uh, people are looking for freebies and discounts. I guarantee it. Although some really aren't looking truly for just freebies and discounts because... It's like they can't even breathe if they don't have something to complain about. It's like the part of their being. They have to do it to live. Like sharks have to keep swimming in order to stay alive. Most sharks. Are you looking at me? Who's looking at who? She's looking at me. Don't make me pull this camera over to the side of the road. <laughs> road trip. Isn't it always something? Last year, it was our one large residential-grade water heater out. Our normal-sized two washers or two dryers going out. Or our power going out for a full day three times so far this year. Or the night in January where they were here without notice all night replacing a utility pole and our power was out. Or just this last week when we had our water main break. Today, a guest walks up and is like, there doesn't seem to be any hot water. Of course, I told him to run it for a minute to get to hot to them, and he said he did that. So I ran through my diagnosis steps. Check the water in the closest trap by the water heaters, right in housekeeping. No luck. I'm thinking the water heaters are super new, so it can't be them. Are we just out of propane? I go look at the huge tank and, yup, looks like it says zero. My GM is hospitalized and I'm usually his daytime relief, so I don't know what the story is or should be for propane deliveries, so I text the owner. Sounded like he might have tried our supplier a few times, but finally got someone on the phone and they have an emergency delivery vehicle for just these situations and maybe by later today. Also, it turns out that we are actually a month late for that delivery. <laughs> oh my god. Sometimes being rural is absolutely ridiculous, but there's always something going wrong. Maybe the ice machine or a few of our AC and heat wall units are due to break. You ever get the feeling you're being talked about behind your back? Mm-hmm. So, while I will agree with the sentiment that it's always something, something's always breaking, yeah, I get it, but most of the time, in a hotel, if that much stuff is going wrong that many times, what the hell is wrong with you? She got me. 
But most of the time, if something's going wrong that often in a hotel, that tells me you have an owner or some kind of manager who really doesn't care that much. They're pocketing all the cash they can and really doing as little as possible to keep things afloat. Just saying. <laughs> I don't want to hear it ever again about being on the floor. I'm leaving this in the video. <laughs> she admitted it right there. Right there. <laughs> who knew a dryer could ignite such rage in a person? We'll occasionally get some guests who have stayed in the hotel for weeks or months at a time. I find these guests are often the most needy and entitled. Not all, mind you. They expect us to bend over backwards for them since they're dropping tons of money on the room, acting as if it's an apartment. I was working the NA shift a couple of nights ago. Around 11.30 p.m., 12 a.m., a guest one that has been with us for the month of November, came by the front desk asking for change for the coin-operated dryer and washer. Gave him his change, and there was no problem. He goes down to the washer and dryer, and 20-ish minutes later, he returns to the front desk. Guess. For fuck's sake. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> Roll with it. <laughs> Whatever. The We're damn probably not going to make any money on this video. <laughs> the damn dryer isn't working yet again. Can I use the larger dryer, or do I even... Or do you even know how to use it? Me. I'm sorry, I just started my shift. I wasn't aware it was broken, but sure, you can use that one. I unlock our laundry room and let him use our industrial-sized dryer we use for linens. At this point, he goes on a full-blown adult tantrum about the dryer, swearing every second word as if he's Gordon Ramsay on Helm's Kitchen. Helm? <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> Have you watched the show before? <laughs> no, actually. Swearing every second word as if he's Gordon Ramsay on Hell's Kitchen. Guest. You guys told me the dryer was fixed. Everything is still broken. It's been like this for a week. Effing ridiculous. I was just listening to him rant, as I'm not even phased by his screaming because I'm so used to being yelled at by customers slash guests. After a couple of minutes of his continued screaming, he turns around and goes, Are you even going to say something? Like, show some compassion for F-Sig. I didn't say anything because I don't engage in conversation or try and speak with people in this angered state. Plus, I already apologized and offered a solution. Nor am I going to tolerate someone belittling me for such a petty situation. He goes back up to his room, mumbling something about how if his clothes aren't dry in 20 minutes, he'll be pissed. Sir, I think you've already crossed the pissed off threshold. <laughs> he comes back down and grabs his clothes and stops by the front desk. At this point, his rage is at an all-time high. He's swearing and slamming his hands on the desk. Guest, you guys need to get your shit together. I have to be awake at 6am because of your broken dryer. It's now 1am and my clothes are just finished. Me. I'm sorry I wasn't even aware our dryer had been broken this past week. Guest. Bullshit! I've told you guys several times. You could have helped me out. What? Are you gonna say you have other things to do? I own a hotel. I know what you guys do behind front desk. You're sleeping. <laughs> you have an idiot. <laughs> I didn't say a word. Just smiled and continued my work. Dude, you've got some serious anger issues if a dryer is setting you off like this. If you had to be up so early, why are you doing your laundry at midnight? Plus, we let you use our linen dryer. Why are you still so pissed? He didn't even try and listen to my explanation. That guy has got some serious self-evaluating to do. I think my lack of engaging in an argument with him made him even more mad. I'm very convinced he was just looking for a fight and I didn't give him one. Hilarious and quite satisfying seeing him rage like a moron while I just stood there listening. Yeah, a lot of people are like that. They are looking for a fight. They decide to do something last minute. The problem's their fault to start with. If he'd have done his laundry earlier, it wouldn't have been such a big deal. Like I but, said in the one story, some people, it's it, that's their life. They're looking for conflict constantly. Mm-hmm. 
And if somebody doesn't engage with them, it just makes them even more pissed. Yep. So, not much you can do about that. You can make them on. It's fun. <laughs> you can participate. No, really. I'm going to run a room. So before I get comments blaming me for raising hotel rates nationwide because I sometimes give people breaks, I was specifically authorized to use my discretion and not push too hard for the half-day rate after audit because we had such low occupancy. If I can get it, great. If not, they'd rather have a body in the room. <laughs> Sorry, you said body in the room with a dead body in <laughs> That's where your mind went to. <laughs> well... But the dead bodies don't pay, though. Let the bodies hit the... This guy came in around 4.30 a.m. and asked for a coffee. I said it wasn't ready yet, but if he gave me his room number, I can give him a call as soon as I put it out. He said, I'm not staying here, but how much is one night? He says, okay, okay. Got a pen so I can write this down? I hand him a pen and a sticky notepad, and he writes it down as he tells me this tale of how he's staying here in town, but is getting rate quotes with his... Girlfriend. General oversharing sort of red flags. I don't want to say he's homeless, but if someone thought that they'd have reason, he was carrying around stuff in a trash bag and looked like he hadn't showered in a day or two. I personally have seen laborers or workers who look that way too, so who knows? We're staying at the low quality inn and we're not satisfied with their breakfast and their rooms are shit. You're eating into my pay for the month. Go. <laughs> we're shopping around for rates, you know? What's your rate for the night? I tell him. I see, I see. Writes down the info intently and pauses dramatically. How about for two nights? What rebate do I get for that? None. And I run down the discount list, which I can offer if he qualifies. I tell him there will also be a half-day charge if he chooses to check in before 11 a.m. Otherwise, check-in is at 3 p.m. Hey, Alexa. Make an announcement. Can you bring me a beer? <laughs> he specifically asked me about the veteran's discount and asked what I needed, and I said a military ID, VA card, and we accept a DL with veteran status on it. He said he didn't have any of that, and if people who do ask for it have that on them, and I said, for the most part, yes. He pauses for a bit and asks if our vending machines work, and they do. He hands me a grimy, crumpled up $10 bill that smells of cigarettes and something else I can't tell. I said I didn't have enough singles in the drawer, which was true because we have a safe we can vend from, but I wasn't going to do that for this guy because he was giving me strong sketch vibes, and opened the drawer for emphasis as he eyeballed that. I shut it quickly and he said he saw some singles and I said yes, but I don't have enough for change. He then asked when breakfast would be ready and we don't offer that currently. No update for management, so I just tell people we don't offer it at the moment. I was in the middle of explaining that and he didn't let me finish. Hold on a second. I'm not asking for a freebie, dramatic stare. I just... <laughs> I'm talking like a two-year-old. Hold on a second. I'm not asking for a freebie, dramatic stare. I'm just asking. Continued stare. I'll be back later when there's coffee and breakfast to check in. Sir, we aren't s serving breakfast at... Yeah, yeah, I know. As he's walking out, shaking his head, not asking for freebies, we'll be back later with cash. They didn't show up on my shift, but I left a shift a note and advised them not to rent to them. But the owners want bodies in the room, so we'll see. So we've got our own dysfunctional Thanksgiving story to share with you guys. It's a little fresh, but I think it'll be all right. Anyway, today happens to be our youngest ones, my youngest ones, their little sister, Anna's birthday. Special day, right? And it's rough. It's rough anyway, sharing your birthday with a holiday. My wife 
her birthday is close to Christmas, so she sort of gets it. <laughs> so they went out yesterday and got Anna a special cake. It's called a Smith Island cake. I'll try to post a picture here or something. It's it's a multi-layer cake. It's really just slicing the cake really thin and putting a bunch of, like, nine layers is traditionally, nine to 13 layers with icing between every layer. It had coconut and all kinds of stuff. It had her name on top. And so it sat out, well, not out. It sat in a box in a bag all night. It was fine. Today, Bubba was getting the cake out of the bag. The bag was stuck. She was holding the box. Asked one of the twins, one of the boys, to pull the bag off the cake. For some reason, he was not in his right mind. He snatched the bag down so hard that it, like, jarred the cake at the very least. Best case, I didn't drop it. I held on to right. it, but it got, it got shook Best up. case scenario, he flipped her arms enough that the cake moved up and down in the box and... We opened the box and it was coconut everywhere. The 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 lettering that had been put on there, like "Happy Birthday Anna," Stuck was the the on the lid, and it was just ugly. She was handling it for her age, okay. She had run outside at first, but then came in and was trying to calm down. Mom flipped the f out. <laughs> she flipped. She almost destroyed all the new remodeling I'm doing. Um, we lost the remote. We lost the remote. It's forever. <laughs> and then, well, whatever. <laughs> so then the twin who decided to not think his way through helping remove a bag from an expensive cake, I sent him out front to clean up because we had been, you know, we're remodeling. I've shown you guys, we're tearing the house apart, trying to put it back together. I sent him out front to sweep up the sidewalk and the porch and all that stuff. Well, while he's sweeping the front sidewalk of all the sawdust and debris from cutting out there, <laughs> I look out the door and there's a pink letter N in the middle of the front lawn. And the only place I know there's a pink letter N is on my daughter Anna's wall in her room. Well, she had gone to her room. Evidently, she had opened her window and was chucking stuff at Dylan's head while he was sweeping the front sidewalk. Uh, a, a Rubik's Cube, which exploded into every part that it has, whatever, 27 pieces, which includes the middle, maybe. Um, you know, a sketch pad, a Barbie doll. She she had a late release on that one. It went over in the driveway. But anyway, uh, yeah. The sketch pad made distance, though. It did. The sketch pad landed out in the street in front of my wife's truck. Um, she was a little upset. <laughs> we finally, uh, Megan's husband went to the grocery store and picked up some more coconut and some more icing so that we could do the name on it. And my wife fixed it. It looked perfect. Everything was good. Uh, but it was a little tense there for a while, a little touch and go. And, uh, yeah. So, but <laughs> until an hour later, mom finally calmed down and hour later she stuck the tablecloth in spaghetti yeah and an hour later somebody had eaten ravioli. canned ravioli at one end of our dining table which has been covered by tools for the last week and a half two weeks at the very least and uh my wife was getting out a nice new not new nice clean cloth tablecloth we haven't had a place to do family dinners in forever and today the day we're going to do a family dinner a Whoever ate the raviolis there, which was probably Anna herself, um, didn't clean up the dribbles that she 
drips spaghetti sauce on the table. And then my wife lays the light-colored tablecloth right in the tomato sauce. So, yeah, it's just she been... Yeah, she went off about that, too. Every time she would just about get calmed down, something else would happen and just triggered. So, <laughs> it's been an exciting day. and uh, But at the end of the day, we all survived and... So, 10 minutes of story is 20 minutes of whatever that is. It's been a long day. It has it's been a long day. Been a long but at the end of the day, like I started to say, we all came together. We had my father-in-law over, Pop-Pop. We had a nice Thanksgiving meal. And uh, we're all still alive. For now. Say goodnight, girls. Good night. All right. See y'all. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.